Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Thanks for joining us for the Jock to Jock podcast, sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. I'm Brian Marshall from the Rockwood Away Morning Show. I'll get the punter's perspective on Iowa football from Tory Taylor right after this. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why don't you say so? Great to have you with us this week. On our last episode, I asked Tori about what particular team he'd rather not interact with before a game. Uh, Nebraska, which is always interesting because it, yeah, it, it's always interesting in the sense that you play a lot of teams, right? And a lot of guys think it's like the driving range and it's a bit of a pissing contest in the warm-up. And it's like, yeah, you see all these punters smoke balls and, you know, kickers will go back to 60 yards and they'll make one out of five and they think they're God's gift. Same with the Nebraska guys and um, I don't really care. So they will say it to their face. They're just not nice people. They think they're the best thing ever and football's a stats game and some of them go up to them, so... Check the stat sheet, you knucklehead, you're down the bottom. So, um, But we, we just let our football do the talking most of the time. But, you know, we played Nebraska last year and a few of the receivers and linebackers from Nebraska came out and they literally just picked up our balls. Like, I kid you not, Luke's about to snap a ball to him for field goal. Picked up our ball and just kicked it 30 yards away. Mm. And it's just, yeah, the special teams coaches were wanting to fight us and things like that. It was just ridiculous. So hopefully they've cleaned a few things up there, but... Not, not to worry. Providing a punter's perspective on Iowa football. Tori, it's great to have you back again. Uh, as I say every week, Brian, it's a pleasure. So thank you. Looking, looking forward to it as always. So when did you find out about your accolade for the fourth time in your career, Big Ten Special Teams Player of the Week? Uh, so yesterday I was going out to practice. And so basically every Sunday they give out these like awards, you know, like best offensive player, best defensive player, best special teams player. And Cooper on Sunday, he was given the special teams player MVP, which I thought was more than fair enough. I didn't think I had that good of a game at all, but whatever. And then Luke Lachey actually came up to me before practice and he's like, it's kind of crazy that um, you won Big Ten special teams player of the week this week, but you couldn't even win the team MVP. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, it's up on the board already. I saw it. He's like, did you not see it? I said, no, nah, I had no idea. And I was like, oh, well, like, that's quite a surprise. And then, you know, Coach Ferens tells everyone after practice and everyone just, I don't know, goes crazy for a few seconds and claps. And that's about it, really. But it wasn't really like a – it wasn't my best day. You know, I had a big return. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I was hitting the balls I wanted to be hitting. Like, the last few weeks, I've really been hitting a lot of balls that I want to hit, which is – yeah, which is a positive. So, but to answer your question, yeah, I found out yesterday, just before before practice. I mean, besides the team giving you the adulation, 
do you get anything like a, a sheet of paper or something else that 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 says that? Yeah, it's it's literally funny you say that. I literally just got it then. And one of the media guys from Iowa came up and gave it to me. It's actually pretty cool. Um, I'll try to find it. It's, I mean, not that the people will be able to see it. I don't know if I can. Oh, here we go. Oh, wow. So it's just like a certificate. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Like, you know, like that stuff without trying to sound like a, a cockhead. Like I've got a few of those and those are the things that I'll kind of hang up in my you know, study or whatever one day. And yeah, which is quite cool. When you do have that study at some point later in life, yeah. what are some of the things that you'll keep from your college career at Iowa? Uh, probably definitely, like I'll hang up a couple of jerseys, uh, a few photos. Um, there's a photo of Coach Woods and I, I think hugging up in the Nebraska game. That was a pretty cool photo. So I'll try and enlarge that and frame that. That would be cool. And then just a little bit, little bits and pieces here or there. Is it self-serving to have a photo of you in action on the field? I mean, is that something that you'd hold on to? Nah, because I don't really like looking at like stuff for myself. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But maybe like a team pick of like um, the team or the specialist or something like that. Yeah. More about that when we get to it. There was a uh, special photo from, it wasn't this game, but the last game, where it's you, Drew... And uh, long snapper, help me, uh, Luke, right? Oh, Luke Elkin. You guys are all doing this hand signal, and I thought that was kind of yeah. a cool photo. Yeah, we do that. We literally do that every field goal, if it goes in, of course. Right. He's been okay yeah. this year. This year's been okay. Yeah, yeah. No, he's been good, Drew. Six punts, 284 yards, 47.3 average, long as 61, two inside the 20. And, my friends, you registered up on the defensive side, too. One solo tackle. It's funny you say that because I went up to Coach Ferens yesterday and I said, oh, you sure you got that right? And he said, oh, what do you mean? I said, oh, you said special teams player of the week. Shouldn't it be defensive player of the week? I've got a tackle. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'd rather you not have to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously, you're you're wanting to protect them from getting a a six. When that's in your head, when you see somebody coming at you, because you don't do it a ton to have a solo. I've never done it before. Like the biggest return I think I've had before was probably maybe fifteen, twenty yards. I'm not too sure. I'm trying to think because um, usually the boys do a pretty good job running down there and lighting them up. Uh, it happens. Like it was one. It was one punt, and it was a big return, and. The rest of the game, it was fine. Did what we needed to do. So if you were to say anyone on your particular team that you would say that you molded your tackling style after, who would that be? No one. Um, I just saw him and pushed him into the sideline. Okay. He was kind of heading that way anyway, but he was just inside, and so I got a solo tackle. That's one thing that they can never take away from me, Brian. And I, I would love to have that be a part of your study in the near future. Maybe that's what I should like. Tory Taylor tackles one and a half. <laughs> uh, this particular game, you guys walk away with a W, but this one seemed to be more about the run game this time than it did about the passing game. Maybe not by design, but it's kind of nice to have that run game going again, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it wasn't the best of days, probably from a reception point of view. I mean, I don't really know. As long as the ball's moving forward, however they do it, they do it. But, um, yeah, it was moving forward at some stages and still lots of things to clean up. But overall, yeah, we got the W. still wasn't our best game. But we got the win and you kind of move on, which we're doing. 
looking forward to Wisconsin. You travel to Camp Randall. Hostile environment up there at Camp Randall. I've sat in the seats there. Student section, they you know arrive about, I don't know, midway through the second quarter usually, but then they get really loud. Are you looking forward to the Camp Randall trip? Yeah, I think it's a bit of an overrated stadium. I don't really think it's that loud. I played there in 2021 and they beat the brakes off us and I was kind of a little bit disappointed with the atmosphere, but it might be different this time. Or Yeah, I really don't know. I just thought it was weird that quarter of the crowd's not even there for the first quarter and then all of a sudden they kind of just show up. But yeah, it's a it's a weird place. Um, but it's all it, yeah, it's fun to play. Anywhere in the Big Ten's fun to play. Maybe not Ryan Field in Northwestern. No disrespect to them. Certainly, there's better fields than there. But yeah, the student section I've heard compared to soccer crowds or football crowds before. Would you agree or disagree to that student section statement? I think the student section is pretty good, but it's kind of a little disappointing because as a specialist, you go out there to warm up early. And, you know, like Drew and I will kind of walk around and stir a few fans up and things like that. But you can't do that at Wisconsin because they're not there yet. It was actually a little bit disappointing at Iowa State because they'd moved them. Like when we, 2021, when you walked out of the tunnel, they were right next to you. Like literally right next to you. So there was just, they were saying very nice things to you over the fence. But then this time they were over in the far corner. So, yeah, you didn't really hear them, hear them that much. But I love playing away games. It's just fun. Moving on from football, uh, a poll of 1,000 Americans looked at the sexiest accents in the world. Any idea what might be the number one sexiest accent in the world, according to this poll? I would say Australia or British. Australian is correct. Wow. There you go. But is there a difference in the accents between different parts of Australia? Not really. Kind of like when you go out to the country, they use a lot more slang. Um, accent's a little bit stronger. I'll kind of compare it to here to the south, if that makes sense. Like you kind of go out to country Australia, they talk a bit more of a stronger accent. I'm not from the country or anything like that. So, but you know, if I'm, I feel I'm out at the bars or something and I'm trying to impress someone I like, I'll put on a bit of a stronger accent. Wait, you're putting on an accent sometimes? No, but I'll, I'll over exaggerate it. Do you include words that you typically wouldn't say? Sometimes, yeah. Because then they go, oh my God, what does that mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is it usually... You know what it's like, Brian. Oh, yeah, no, I don't I don't have a wonderful accent. I am. <laughs> my accent is not the sexiest accent right now. It's the guy that's on the other end of this. Do you have any idea what the rest of the top five might include as far as sexy accents? I would say the British accent has got to be up there. Okay. Like definitely ones in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the New Zealand accent, do they? It's interesting that you mentioned the New Zealand accent because in this same study, a New Zealand accent was figured to be the second most confident sounding accent. Why is that? What was first? Boston. Yeah, I don't know. That's bizarre, actually. Um, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how to answer that. That's yeah, that's strange. Tell you the truth, I, I really don't know. Obviously, an Australian accent is nothing to you because that's just normal. But what would you say for you is the sexiest accent? Uh, I really like the European accent on a on girls. Mm-hmm. I think somewhere from you know, like whether it be Denmark or something like that. Um, 
Yeah, I really like the European accent. I think, you know, in the UK, it depends on where you go, but I really like the Scouse accent. So, like, when you kind of go up to Merseyside and Liverpool and things like that, uh, which is northwest um, England, I really like that. It's a very, very strong accent, kind of a bit hard to understand, but I find I find that very attractive. So and we... I, I find the southern accent here very attractive too. Which one's your favorite? Yeah, I'm more like probably like the Alabama, Georgia kind of vibe. You haven't been down in that area very often, have you? I haven't, never. Interesting. <laughs> what is? I've got to. And, and maybe this is why we get along so well. I think the Irish and the Australian accent, or Irish and Australian people, will tell you like it is and yeah. not shy away from it. We've heard that on this Jock to Jock show. Yeah, I think that's just, it's really just a, yeah, the way people are on a show. You know, it's kind of same same in England. Um, when I, I went, I was fortunate enough to go go there in, in March. And yeah, it was kind of the same there. Like everyone just, you know, tells the truth and his truth and is pretty honest and upfront with you, which I kind of, I've always enjoy, enjoyed and liked that aspect because especially here at Iowa playing football, it's just easier to, to live. Someone's telling you the truth, you know? Right. And some people don't really like that. Some people like shit sugarcoated and things like that. And that's fine. But then at the end of the day, I feel like you don't really grow from that as a person, as a player, as a teammate. Um, and it's interesting. One, one thing my dad always says to me, he's always just said, you can never, ever, ever get in trouble for telling the truth. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and that's just one thing that I always, always stand by. Well, if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember what you lied about too, right? Exactly. Interesting yeah, that that the, that the Scottish accent made the list on <laughs> the top five. It was uh, what number two uh, as the sexiest accent, uh, most romantic, seductive. That was also number two, and the funniest accent in the world, Canadian, followed by Scottish. <laughs> oh. oh, there you go. So everyone likes the Scots, huh? Yeah, I. Uh... They're a bit crazy, the Scots. Yeah. Oh, I met a couple of Scots at a game while I was over there, and they're just out of control. For no, like, you want to talk about talking or saying anything that comes to mind? Man, did it make you blush? I was just no. I was kind of just sitting there, just going, "Holy shit!" Yeah, these guys are pretty flawed. I must say, it is so weird here. This obsession people have with the Australian accent—it's just weird. Like I find it bizarre. I'm just like. You know, we were in the hotel on Friday night and there was someone in the in the lobby and they said, oh, can you take a video of me saying your name? And I said, no, 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 I'm, I'm not doing that. I'll get a photo. And they're like, oh, please, 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 please. And I said, oh, okay, I'll do it. But, and I'm just, I walk around like, that is, it, that's just weird. Like, you wouldn't do that where I'm from. But, so people just had this weird obsession with, I guess, accents here, really. But at the same time, I kind of get that, you know, I'm the only Australian in the, in the middle of the state of Iowa. With that being said, you have several of, you said your, your mates in other locations. Have you had um, exchange stories about how they're treated? Is it the same for them as it is for you? Where they're getting people, oh, say my name in my phone, that kind of thing. Yeah, especially in a college town. It'll be interesting in talking to the dude this week at Wisconsin, what it's like there in Madison. I don't know. Girls love accents. I'm I'm not sure what it is. Well, especially the Australian accent, ladies. Yeah. Tori Taylor 
We'll not say it into your phone, but we'll take a photo with you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You ready for Dumbass or Drongo? Sure. You've done very well. Got four for four last week. That included the two bonus points. So we'll start with this story. 41-year-old woman, she got drunk, got arrested, outside of a mattress store where she decided to attack the mascot named Maddie. She started by giving him hugs and quickly became aggressive. We don't have mascots in Australia, so that's dumbass. Why don't you have us, uh, mascots in Australia? I mean, we do, but like no one would say that. So I know you're reading it from a newspaper article. Okay. So I'm going to take a wild guess that that's... Well, not a wild guess. I'm a very confident guess that that's dumbass. Well, uh, let me read the second story, and then you can completely be confident, like you got your solo tackle this week. Yeah. Uh, common to see dogs walked, but not to see a chook being led around the block by its owner. The chook with a small red harness on, gets to strut down the footpath, turning heads along the way. Yeah, that sounds like an Australian shit for sure. And why is that? I don't know. I could just see someone weirdo doing that in Australia. <laughs> uh, final answer on both? Yep. You got two points there? Let's go. Now, this is where it becomes difficult for Tori. The, no, you got to give me a clue. Brian. I'm, I'm going to. I'm go- yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. The city where the mascot was assaulted was Durango. Durango. Do you know what state that's in? It no. sounds Australian, doesn't it? A little bit. Durango. I don't know. Okay. Um, no, I have another clue, please. Yes. The state is known for its mountains. Colorado. It's somewhere around there. I know. I'm going to go with Colorado. Colorado's correct. Oh, thank God. I knew it was somewhere out that way. All right. Now, I'll have to give you the name of the town and see if you can give me the state for the chook being led around, which is actually, I learned, I believe, Australian slang for chicken. Yep. Logan. No, I've got no idea. You're going to have to give me more than that, Brian. I don't have much more to give you. Baronia Heights in Logan. Because if I do anything else, oh, then I, I've given you everything I can. I'm, I'm just looking for the state in Australia here, please. There is, a, there is a Baronia in Victoria. I know that. Okay. I'll go with Victoria. No. But there could be. No. Nah, because there's a Baronia in Victoria, but there, I reckon there's one somewhere else, but I just don't know. New South Wales? Uh, No, not New South Wales. This one is in southeast Queensland, because remember I told you last week, I was trying to find something from somewhere else. I found one southeast of Brisbane. Oh, yeah. Baronia Heights, Logan is southeast Queensland. So you got three out of four this week, Tori. That's a good job on there. That's all right. Dumbass. We're making progress. Yes. 75%. There you go. Not bad. You started off a little tough, but uh, things looking good. Any final things to say to... The audience of the Jock to Jock podcast as we're heading into the Wisconsin game and finishing out this episode here. Like always, appreciate being on and I appreciate everyone listening and hope they learn a little bit more, I bet, I guess, about who I am as a player and person and things like that. And I really always really enjoy doing this. And from a football point of view, just know that, you know, sometimes things don't go our way, but we still want to win and we're doing everything we can. So I hope everyone enjoys this weekend. One other takeaway I had from the episode, please do not go up to Tori and ask him to say your name into your phone.
Yes. Thank you. That'll do it for this week's Jock to Jock podcast. We'll recap the Wisconsin game next week and obviously get into some more shenanigans or whatever you call it in Australia. I'm not going to ask Tori to record it into my phone, though. The Jock to Jock podcast sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why didn't you say so?